0: Hello friends, this is David White, and before you start listening to this episode, I just had a little bit of a warning, because our audio quality for this episode is not what you are used to. Uh, Unfortunately, when we went to record these episodes with Jaime down in Austin, I did not check GarageBand, and I did not realize that this episode was being recorded through my Mac microphone instead of our microphone setup. That being said, there is some still really great content in this episode, and I hope that you can look past the audio quality shoddiness to enjoy this episode. So thank you for listening, and once again, I apologize for the audio quality. Enjoy.
1: Hello friends, this is IMA, and you're listening to the Misconceptions Podcast. I don't think I've even heard of this island. Hasn't this place been closed down for years for, like, ethics violation? I don't know. <laughs> why are we doing this right now? Well, I guess we've seen worse. But I knew we should have stayed home today.
0: <clears throat> so, is there anything else uh, we need to do? Uh, everybody has some new sheets. Everybody has dice. yep, pencil,
1: paper. I need dice? Okay. Any dice? Do it. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a game night if i he doesn't bring his dice. Hey, they are on my computer.
0: Look at those nice. Specifically, Bill dice.
2: Mm.
0: The you Myth have two sets of Bill dice about you, and in the first set that we bought you. Just, just remember. I hope they like all the dust that's gathering on them.
3: <laughs>
0: so, previously, on Misconceptions, the crew was caught up in an investigation of the Rat Pack. Uh, their investigation took some violent turns, uh, but eventually it led them to the sewer Um, by going down into the sewer the crew found this cavernous basin where the Rat Pack had taken up in they were living frivolously and childishly and there were no rules Um, through some conversations with the Rat Pack you found out the Rat Pack was run by a man known only as the Music Man uh, the Music Man would come every so often, take some of the kids with him, and then sometimes he would bring the kids back, and sometimes not all the children would come back. Through some reasoning, uh, Faye was able to convince X-Man, a student or a kid who had recently joined the Rat Pack, to kind of rethink his decision and leave. And as the crew was about to jet, um, the Rat Pack returned with a captured kid, and the crew could not leave it be. And so they rescued that child, and as they were, the uh, Rat Pack members kind of turned on them violently. Rin burned one of his power tags to stun everybody, or stun the Rat Pack, so that they could escape. And so they did uh, Currently, uh, Faye's love interest Woodard Lockley and his associate-in-law, Mohammed Katayan, are uh, babysitting three children. Uh, because, you know. Um, and the crew has decided they need to find Dr. J- uh, Dr. Piotr Jacobi, uh, who is seemingly wrapped up in all of this, has seemingly been wrapped up in it since the beginning. Uh, their very first case with the, the drugs and, the <clears throat> and Marcus Malcolm uh, has brought them back to this. So we last left off with U3, U4. Stealing a skiff, a little motorboat, and riding out into the harbor. Uh, and before I guess we get into it, let's welcome back to the table Jaime Torres.
1: In the world. <laughs> Who said it? thank you? It's easy. good to
0: have Jaime at the same table as us, and us all to be together. Sure. Also, um, we got a new crew theme. Uh, do we want to reveal what that is? What the crew theme is?
1: We do not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we do not condone gang association or violence. But Zach will present the crew theme now. The crew theme
4: is the gang. <laughs> <laughs> we will always have each other's backs. There is true friendship. We will lend a hand to each other and the power of deduction. Although our weakness tag is
0: trouble magnets.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: And yes, they are.
0: So last session, y'all lost your uh, conspiracy busters theme, which I think everybody was unhappy with. And I think everybody is going to be happy with this new theme. So you are riding your skiff. Out over the water, uh, the waves of this, the dark harbor water of the city kind of splashing in your face as you crest one mound into the valley, crest another mound into the valley. And in the distance, an island looms out of the mist. The steel and mortar skeletons of ruinous buildings frame the island, forming a macabre mockery of a cityscape silhouette. On the eastern side of the island, is a dock that reaches out in the water like a skeletal hand eager to snatch a morsel with which to feed the dying island. You have arrived at Darkwater Detention Center. That was very cool.
2: Thank you. I feel like this whole misconceptions thing has just been a ploy for David to mess with me with the whole Shutter Island thing. So I'm a little disturbed. Wait, do you I not know. like
1: Shutter Island? No. That's my favorite movie. Is it, though? Yeah, like, seriously, I promise. <laughs> Whenever but we saw is our, it real? <laughs> um, I'm convinced that he knows what he did, and he's become delusional on purpose because he can't live with the guilt of everything that happened. Because he talks about the, yes, he said the monster quote at the end. Mm-hmm. You, see did, did he? you haven't seen Shutter Island He's like Tessa. he's like. What's he said? What's better, to die a hero or to live every day knowing that you're a monster? Let's
2: let's talk about this for a second. Do you really think Tessa can handle better? i
1: Yeah, it's just suspense. It's not horror. She doesn't do
2: suspense either. She loves
1: suspense. <laughs> she does not. Sometimes our show, this podcast, gets too suspenseful. For she saying. drives around on suspension every day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Sorry. Y'all are arriving at the island. Is it? It's noir and everything. This is true. okay. Sorry. Can we, um, can we? get off the boat.
3: I was asking a question. <laughs> you did. Why are you so proud of that? Um, can it doesn't seem deserted or like can we see things or people?
0: Or like? um, you. It's it's. So the further away you get from the city, away from the docks, the more mist seems to fill your vision. By the time you get out to the island, you can barely see the ruinous building outlines in the dim moonlight uh, and the mound and shape of the island. Besides that, you can barely see anything from where you are. So who
2: thought it was a good idea to come at this time of day? Uh, I think you were the only person to get on the boat. Oh, I'm pretty sure I did. But I really don't remember. So, maybe I did. Does anybody have a flashlight?
1: I have a faint uh, green aura from my weaponry.
2: <laughs> but... I don't want to know about your green aura. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we all have our phones, so... Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: I can scan the place and see if there's anything light my
1: Don't you have night no vision? Right? Mm-hmm. I thought you scanned the goggles. I thought they're thermal. They're, of- they're thermal. So I think- yeah, I mean, they're thermal. but yeah. I mean, I guess I'll scan the place and see if there's any in- All
0: right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um,
2: Insert sound <laughs> effects
0: here. Yeah. Uh, there are many life forms on this island.
4: So, here's the fun part. We're not alone. It's super great. There's a lot of people here. No idea. No, they no, no, no.
2: You said life forms, but not necessarily human. You didn't hear me.
4: Oh, <laughs> cool. There are many life forms <laughs> here. <laughs> so...
3: Um,
1: Bill, since you know you can like ride clouds and such, can you go up and see? Is is it cloudy outside? Does it, it look like it's gonna storm a rain? Uh, no. Okay. Storm a rain? Storm a rain? a rain? Yeah, I can check it out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nimbus, go. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? No, I don't think so. We will get sued by saving Yeah. <laughs> Not saving
0: Sabin's Power Rangers. Anyways. Nimbus. <laughs> yeah. <Come>. Soaring Nimbus. <laughs> Soaring Cumulonimbus. Come to you. So, your little cloud comes to you. Um, Bill, do you want to just do a quick fly around, or do you want to
1: try to do this stealthily? I would like to remain stealthed. Okay. So, like, low to the water, kind of. Okay. Um. So, do you
0: want to roll a sneak around? Yeah. Okay. What tags could you add? Stealthy.
1: Uh-huh. Stay focused.
0: I would also just like to point out that I th- at least two of you have tags that are just core moves. Like, Bill has stealthy, which is basically sneak around. Esther has investigate, which is straight-up investigation. <laughs> I don't know if Ren and Faye... Have just a core move tag, but I wouldn't be totally surprised. Do do
1: you want us to change it to like sleuth? No, no. And slippery. It's it's fine. I've I've learned to live with my regret. So I (laughs) want to do stealthy, stay focused, and how would stay focused help you sneak? Have you ever tried to sneak unfocused?
2: (laughs) Okay. Although sometimes the more you focus, the more noise you make.
1: I just feel like if you're if you're trying to sneak around all willy-nilly yeah maybe. okay, so sneak around with plus two? okay, I will give you an actual answer, okay, I need to focus while sneaking because I'm relatively new to riding clouds, okay. and so I'm trying to stay as close to the water without touching it because if I touch the water, I lose cloud because the cloud is moisture, yeah, so I'm just like okay. You suddenly fall into the water. I mean, honestly, it could happen if I... just from get, the other side of the island. If a wave just my cloud, I'm going into the water. <laughs> it's just going to take all the moisture back. All right. I could use... Oh, done. And I'm using cloud surfing, so that's a tag. Right? Okay, so three. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to roll a dynamite. I just know it. I did not. Ten. A ten? Okay.
0: So on a 10 plus, I'm pretty sure you're just able to do it. Yep. All right. OK. So um, coasting over the, the rifts and valleys of the cresting waves around the island, you fly around the island. Um, the, the dock on the east side seems to be the only entrance point. As you drive around, most of the island drive around. As you ride your cloud. Um, most of the rest of the island, there is no beach. There is sheer cliff face, and there is rocks. This was a prison island. It makes sense that there would be only one entrance, and it would be hard to access by boat. Uh, but as you pressed around, um, most of these buildings are destroyed. You see it kind of rises to a point. And uh, there are some buildings and things— and you see a lighthouse, but the lighthouse isn't lit. But you still see a dim light coming from next to the lighthouse. Um, but as you coast around kind of the, the edge and bottom of this um, um, island, that's kind of what you see. And actually, since you're old at 10, I'll go ahead and say that as you're coasting, you see like a shark kind of like pass underneath your cloud and you kind of stop and you look at the shark, and you see hands and feet, and then it disappears further into the water out of you. Wait, I was thinking, did he see me? He did not see me. Okay. There is nothing to indicate that it did see you. You just saw the shark, and you're like, hmm, a shark. And then you're like, wait, those aren't fins. They're hands and feet. And then it disappears further into the dark water. And you come back around to where the
1: boat is resting out in the harbor water. Um, all right. Do we have our phones or communicators on still? I would uh, I would assume... I, I,
0: I cannot remember.
1: We had, like, an we XCOM. Don't have we invested tag. in
0: XCOM things. Yeah, I don't think we have a, a tag, but I do think you do have um, communicators. Okay. But I don't think... I don't think we have a like, an ongoing status for it. I don't think Ren did that, but I think you do have one.
1: All right. Y'all you know, yeah. hear me? Yep. Whisper. Good Lord. What'd you say? Good. oh, I hate you so much. Uh, okay, so I think we need to kill the motor because there's experiments swimming around in the water. I just saw a shark man. I don't know if any of you can swim. I don't know what happens when Rin gets wet. <laughs> but I feel like we should really try to sneak. I'm way I more when what... I get wet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think we should try to as sneakily as possible get onto the island. There's a there's a dock around the east side. It. it looks like the only place we can get on. So I'll co- I'll come back, and I'll see if I can tow the boat. Like, with my cloud, if not, I'll see if we can make some makeshift oars or something. I think we need to kill the motor or else we're going to end up having to fight some water creatures. That does not sound fun to me. Sounds good. <laughs> okay, I'm all up to So, him, I,
0: thought, I thought we were at the dock. You did not tell me if you landed or not, so I was just assuming y'all were still in the water. Yeah, I thought you were approaching. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, crap. Um, okay. So, Bill, do you return to the boat once I kill the motor? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to try to hold it and pull them with my cloud, and if I can't, then I'll figure something else out. Okay. Actually, um, I will tattoo manipulate, uh-huh. like, a, like, a long bar with a hook mm-hmm. and just, like, tow them to
0: fly. Okay.
1: Do you want me to go for that?
0: I think I do. I think I want you to roll
1: take-the-risk. <laughs> okay. Um, that'd be mainly imbuting, right? Or, um, would it, or would it be ride right the I think I think you could add some for both of them. Okay. Before we do that, I want to check my lives. No, uh, yeah, so that would be a tattoo manipulation and probably cloud surfing. A tattoo manipulation and cloud surfing? Okay, so take the risk with a plus two. Wait, can I use cloud surfing since I just used it I think it's fine because you're using it differently. Right. Okay. And it's out of combat? Yeah. Okay. So plus two. That, that rule is just so we can be more
0: creative. More fluid? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: It, it's not supposed to be a limitation
1: unless creativity is inspired by the limitation. You know? I'm also going to use... I feel like it's kind of important. So mm-hmm. I'm going to use a help point with Rin. And the way that I'm going to get him to help is I'm okay. going to get him to... So... I remember we used help
0: and hurt points wrong one time. We used them like on ourselves, but the way you use, like if Rin was pulling, you could use a help point on him to give him some type of bonus and you would describe it. I used all my help points on you. Okay. So
4: plus
1: two? Yeah. Turn. Yeah, we needed it we need it. I will take that interference any day of the week. Plus eleven. And I have nine lives. What? No, which nine? allows me to mm-hmm. when I roll it, take the risk, no. it's a dynamite. It doesn't. So it has, like, specific moves for each one?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay.
1: I still don't. Um, I don't. Okay. It keeps it. In failure, there is growth. No, because I th- because if I'm going to take this as an improvement, then I think a successful take the risk is a dynamite. Because why else, why else would I take the improvement? So you could get the dynamite? Because right now, it's not dynamite. It's not unlocked? Yeah. So you have to, like, unlock in the skill tree? Yeah. To make it real good. Okay. Okay. So, um, Bill, narrate. How does this look? What do you do? Because you succeed. All right. So I float above the boat, and I tinker, like, I think for a second. And I say, hmm. And then I, like, like, feel the inside of the front of the boat. Then, like I probably put something here, so I like make like a hook shape comes out of, off of my finger and hooks, and then I just like float backwards, like a little ways, and then I like it the ta- like as I'm floating backwards, the tattoo's like going up my hand and like all the way up to my wrist, and that's like the length. And then I just kind of like clench my fist and like pull, and the boat moves a little bit. So I slowly start like floating off, towing them. So, you pull them to the dock. Uh, a half-sunk ship
0: juts out of the water, held afloat by a fraying barnacled rope. A loading crane lies torn from its mooring and pushed to the side, with support beams twisted and rent as if by monstrous hands. Uh, Faye and Esther and Bill, and Wren, I guess you too would have this. You are torn back to the fight on top of the skyscraper with the crane rent and twisted and thrown to its side, and you come back. There's a warehouse that rests nearby, but its roof is caved in, and the inside seems to be nothing but ruins. There's a dirt road that winds up the central hill on this island, and there are some buildings leering down at you through the mist. I
4: guess
1: first we need to check out that warehouse, see if there's anything to do. anything working around there. Brent, this is not or Zach, this is not an attack on your character. But is your head glowing right now? No. favorite He keeps it mostly he keeps it moving like, up. Yeah, my hood's always on, so it's no, like it's really not glowing. Do you have like do you have like a beanie or something that you could pull down? I have a hood. Yeah.
0: His, the main part of his head that glows is this node, kind of like back. Okay. I don't know what part of your head this is. Yeah, <laughs> this picture right here <laughs> that I can't see, but he mostly keeps his hood
1: up over it. Okay. But yeah, it is glowing. Very okay. Yeah.
2: Why did you ask that?
1: Because if it's pitch black here,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then any light will be like
2: mm-hmm.
1: visible. Have some tight tape. <laughs> can a duck take the hood to its head?
0: Because that's not going to draw It's so, <laughs> it's <loud>. so uh, <laughs> It sounds okay. like a duck. So, <laughs> <laughs> what
1: kind of ducks do you hang around with? Like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what are y'all doing? Uh, so, do we, did they, am I the only person who saw the faint light or can they see it from where we're standing? Uh, from
0: this vantage point, they
1: can't see it. Like, you can't, you can see, like,
0: Maybe that's the top of the lighthouse because it's the uh, the dock and then like a cliff that goes up mm. and it looks like that lighthouse is at the top of the cliff, but from where you're standing, you can only see the top of that lighthouse and it's not lit up or anything. Alright,
1: All right, so there's a there's like a there's a light next to the lighthouse. But based on what I saw in the water we don't know what's here, so we should probably tread lightly not like you did at the construction site? <laughs> A little more like I
4: would say I was trying like but I would definitely try like that. I mean, thankfully, this crane was not knocked down heavy. Oh. More by
1: I was on hands like yours. We're going like to get to the top of the day. He's going to be like, there's a new shiny crane. <laughs> <See>? Never used before. <laughs> Begging keys for someone in the, to Keys use. in the ignition. <laughs> and it's faintly whispering. The machine part of it. <laughs> red, red, talk to me. In Deja's voice. Yeah, use me red. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> okay, okay, um. Anyway, so what are y'all doing? I think we're going to sneak up, right? Yeah. Sneak up mm-hmm. onto the island. We're going okay. go to first. Well, right now you said we're at the, of the base of a cliff. Yeah. We have to, like, get at the cliff. And there,
0: yarn on the dock, and there's that warehouse right there that seems collapsed and caved in, and then there's a dirt road that kind of goes up, and you can see it kind of curving up the, uh, the
1: island up to the top. It's like an old town, road? Nope.
3: <laughs> so... You said there was a light. Is a lighthouse?
1: Yeah, there's like a, there's a, a, really faint light. It's not like a lighthouse light. Except like somebody's up there.
3: Okay. And there's this like cliff between us and it that we have to climb over.
1: Or take the
0: road. Does are your?
3: How fast is the road compared to You're just climbing over the cliff?
1: The difference between walking the road and climbing the
3: cliff. Good grief, David.
1: What is this? A text test? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Well, I would think we would need some gear if we were going to go up the cliff. Well, I was going to make a ladder. And we
1: have vines, we have tattoo spikes. Right.
3: There's so much nature here. I'm so excited.
1: David's going to be like, actually, actually, it's, it's all right. rock. It's <laughs> just concrete. There's absolutely
3: nothing green.
1: It's all rock, and it's always raining. <laughs> Your worst nightmare. And there's so many surface thoughts that you can't distinguish. (laughs) And there's no technology anywhere. Actually, can you? We know that you can detect surface thoughts, right? I don't think so. Never never mind.
3: Um, Okay, so do we want to climb the ladder of this cliff or walk the roads?
4: Where would the ladder
3: be? Well, you see, I would make it right. Um, you see um, a vine kind of come up, come up over the rock, and it like wraps around Ring's leg and just pulls him down, <laughs> and he falls down, and then it like goes back.
4: Good gosh, that
3: was uncalled for. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try to make it a platter
0: Okay. Um, what move do you think this would be?
3: Um, change again. I think so. Yeah. Um, plant growth,
1: the more the merrier, because she' You Yeah. I have negative
3: four for Esther <laughs> and negative two for her.
1: Oh, it's because y'all have been rocky lately. We're better now. ha! Ah, she
3: thinks we're better.
2: Thirteen. Oh,
1: Thirteen.
0: Oh.
2: 13. Okay. So, <laughs> so you use... We really should
3: work on her Not in real life, sorry. I think so. It's up. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that was really neat. She is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, not
0: in real
2: life.
0: Um. So did you roll, you rolled a 10 plus? Yes. Okay, so you get a minimum of two juice. What do you want to use that juice on? Um. Create the live.
3: Okay. And then... Um, I guess hide the effect so no one else can see the ladder that I've made. Well,
0: this one. Okay. So you, uh, what does it look like? Describe it to us.
3: Um, so you start to see like on the rocks of the cliff, there's different plants kind of poking out and like algae and stuff, and so you kind of start to see them like intertwining together and create this ladder. Um, that you can climb up, but there's enough brush in the way that anybody else who walked up would just see it as like normal plants
0: on the rock. Cool. So this ladder forms itself going up the cliff face. Who goes first? I I'll go first. Okay. Bill starts climbing. Who's after Bill? I'll go after him. Man. Okay. And then Rin. I'll
2: go up next.
0: Just in case I have trouble. Okay. And then Esther. Okay. All right. So you climb up the side of this. Um, as you're climbing, um, you start to get a better view of the island the higher up you get. Um, and from, the, uh, from your vantage point, you see a, a water tower. Um, But like most things that you've seen on this island, it's kind of listing and buckled in the legs. Uh, And it almost looks like the top of it has just been torn off. As you're climbing, um, one of you glances over and you see things moving in the top of this water tower. And then you see this human form stand up. And then they lift out their arms and you see these wings. And then it takes flight. It starts to circle the island. It comes near to where you are, but you kind of cling tight to this hidden ladder. It just passes by, not seeing you. You continue to climb up. You get to the kind of um, crest of the hill and there is a large building over to the right, kind of obscured by the mist, and then over to your left, at the peak of this hill, is a small two-story house. Next to the house is a towering lighthouse that is unlit. As the dirt road meets the lawn, there's a mailbox, leaning a little where it stands, and over stenciled white letters that read, WARDEN, are crudely drawn letters in red, spelling out Master. As you are standing here, you see that building, you see the lighthouse, you see the two-story house, and you see shapes moving around in the mist. Well, shall we go to the Master house, see
4: what trouble is going to come to us? Can you check with in it? Yes, I can.
2: I have a question about the house. Sure. Um, so everything else is like falling apart. Is the house like all intact?
0: It seems better put together than others. In fact, uh, yes, it is. It is surprisingly intact.
4: Um, would this be an investigate to like scan the house to see what's in
0: there? Um. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, Well, you want to roll uh, investigate with plus Um, what? Scanner
4: vision, and then I was also thinking, like, flashes of the future of, like, what could possibly be in this house. I don't think flashes
0: of the future
4: uh, would work. Or, like, us being in there, like, what could possibly happen. Um, Okay.
0: Go ahead. Plus two. Uh, eight. Eight? Um, so with investigative eight, you get two clues. What two questions do you want to ask? Uh, how many, or. Yeah, how many life
4: forms are in the house? None. No. no life forms? No. I'm going to leave the last question.
0: Okay. So go ahead and take one of the status cards. Uh, write. Um, I believe for. Oh my gosh, it's been so long since we played y'all. Um, Yeah, the marker's over there. Um, But I think you write where you got the clue and how you got it. And then however you spin the clue has to go back to that time you scan. Uh, So, Ren, you activate. You tap your glasses. They flare to life. You scan. No life forms. Strange. But as he taps his glasses, they light up. And in the darkness, it's pretty bright. From further down the hill, you hear, <gasps> oh. <gasps> and you see two shapes moving towards you in the mist.
2: Esther gets on the skip, it goes home. <laughs> <laughs>
0: drive back down the ladder. <laughs> see you later. It's like in Link to the Past, whenever you go up the stairs, everything pauses. So like if there's something about to hit you, you just go up the stairs and it pauses. And then you're up here out of range. So Esther just pauses and goes down the stairs. It's
2: time to go. It's time to Link go Link to the Past. Now.
0: Anyways, they're coming towards you two shapes. Wait, from the bottom of the cliff? Not the bottom of the cliff. So you were up at the top. And Sorry. there were shapes kind of over in the mist up here with you. Of course, where you are, it's it's not at the highest level because you're kind of midway between that building over to your right and the actual pinnacle up top with the lighthouse. And so they're running up. They're still on the same kind of level as you. Like, they're not running from the dock because this island's pretty big. Uh, but they are running from, like, let's say 100 yards away.
2: Esther
0: readies her gun. Okay. Ren Renn his gun as well. Okay. Is
4: the house
2: close
4: enough that we could run into the house? You could. All right. There's nothing in the house, and looks like I have alerted some breachers. You guys want to run into the house? Sure.
2: Esther's off. already taken
0: up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Esther gets to the house first. Uh, you... Slam open the door. Get going to kill me. You jump inside. Who's next? Faye is right after her. Then Ren and Bill brings up the rear. Bill, as you are coming inside, there is like a little nice white picket fence around this um, house. And as you turn and you, you're like almost getting ready to get your shield in case they chase after you, you see these two monstrous shapes run up to the picket fence. One has the carapace of a beetle, but his hands are like these, like wolverine claws, like not the snicket, the animal, these thick wolverine claws. The other is, um, has the legs of a rabbit and the head of a snake, the body of a human so bounding up to this white picket fence, they stop and the snake hisses at you, digging its hands into the picket fence and leaning over, putting its chest on top of the fence and hissing at you, but not crossing. The beetle wolverine kind of paces back and forth with his claws raking into the ground angrily, not crossing the fence. Hello friends, and welcome to the mid-roll section of episode 53 of Misconceptions, I'm your host and MC, David White. And once again, I want to apologize for the audio quality of this episode. Whenever we went down to Austin to record these episodes, of course you know we have to take down our equipment, pack it up, and then take it with us, then we have to set it back up, and in all of that shuffle... I did not check the settings on my GarageBand and I did not realize that I had my headphones on and I was listening to everybody's audio that was coming through the microphone setup. But what I didn't realize is that GarageBand was set to record from my laptop mic. Uh, so this is my fault and, and I'm very frustrated with myself and I'm very uh, sorry that this has happened. Um, and you know I have said this before there are like thousands of actual play podcasts for different RPGs out there and we want to be one of the good ones we want to be one of the best ones and whenever we have episodes like this I feel like I am failing at that dream so I'm very frustrated with myself Uh, and you know despite my frustration with the audio quality episode 53 and episode 54 because unfortunately it took me two episodes to look over at the screen and say hey those audio levels aren't quite right um episode 53 and episode 54 for all of their audio quality shoddiness uh i'm really proud of the content we made for these episodes um i think there's a lot of great role playing a lot of great moments that are still to come um but, I mean, it's it's my fault, and I'm very sorry. And to kind of make it up to you, uh, because I do not want you to have to listen to episode 53 and then wait two weeks for episode 54 to come out, and then wait another two weeks before episode 55 comes out with good audio quality, what I'm going to do is I'm going to release episode 53 and episode 54. I'm going to release them back-to-back. Back. That means episode 53 is coming out now on July 15th, then episode 54 will come out the next Monday on July 22nd. And then episode 55 will come out on our next scheduled release date, July 29th. So you're going to get three episodes of Misconceptions back to back. And I hope this kind of makes up for having to sit through some, some not good audio quality. And once again, I do apologize for that. It is totally my fault. Um, speaking of the trip down to Austin, it would not have been possible for us to do that without the help of our generous patrons. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to two new patrons on our Patreon. And the first shout out I want to give is, oh boy, this username. Thank you to David White's Gimp. Oh man. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this username. But I do know how I'm supposed to feel about their patronage. And that is thankful. So, David White Skimp, thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. And, um, yeah, I I don't know what to say (laughs) besides that. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Stuart McKay. Stuart McKay has been a patron of ours for a while now. But he just recently upped his pledge on Patreon. So Stuart McKay, thank you so much for supporting us for as long as you have. And also, thank you for uh, deciding to up your uh, generosity towards us. That really means a lot. If you are not able to support us monetarily on Patreon, we totally get it. We totally understand. Uh, But we would like it if you could support us in other non-monetary ways, like leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, I've noticed we've gotten a few new ratings on iTunes, we haven't gotten any reviews, um, but those really help because when people see our show and they say, "Hey, this is a five-star podcast," "Hey, it has thirty-something reviews that are pretty good," so I think I'll listen to this. So it helps us kind of like word of mouth. That really, we really appreciate that. Um, also, sharing us on social media, sharing our episodes, our, our little teaser videos that we put out every uh, every. Friday before our episode comes out, Uh, and kind of along that same vein, we do have a YouTube channel where we post our videos so people can listen to them there, so if you listen to us on YouTube, I would really appreciate it if you could give us a like on those episodes that you listen to, because the liking mechanic on YouTube is very important because it increases our visibility, so if you listen to us on YouTube, like those videos, if you don't listen to us on YouTube, I would still appreciate it. If you could just, uh, I don't know, find some time to just go through our YouTube channel and kind of spam the like button on those videos, it would really help us out, really increase our visibility so that when people Google, you know, City of Mist actual plays or something like that, that we will pop up. Well I think I've done enough talking and enough apologizing, so how about we get back to that episode. Inside, Um, the first floor contains typical furnishings. There is a parlor. You can see a kitchen, a living room. Uh, Around the corner there might be a master bedroom. There is a staircase that leads up to a second floor. You look and it's oddly quiet and mostly empty and pretty pristine. Is there a basement? Uh, you look around, there is, um, you could roll an investigate if you want.
1: Okay, I'll roll an investigate. The only thing I would have that would be useful for investigate would be stay focused. Um, okay. Nope, I don't see anything.
4: <laughs> so was a five? Could I okay. use my banked question to see if there's a basement or see if there's anything hidden in the house? You
0: sure could. Um, so, Bill, Ren, I'll get to your banked clue in, the question, in a question in a second. Um, but, Bill, you do a quick once-around of this um, space, and you go to turn on the lights, but the lights don't turn on. <laughs> you keep looking, keep looking. Um and as you're looking, you kind of bump something and you turn, and you're not quick enough to catch this ceramic vase that just falls and shatters. Outside, those two beastmen that were uh, trying to get over the fence let out this roar. And uh, I actually need you to roll a face danger against a, a shaken one status. Do you have anything that could prevent you from
1: being afraid?
2: Um,
1: I used to. Back when I was a card dealer. Now, I don't think so. Okay.
0: Oof. Okay. So go ahead and take a shaken one status. Uh, You hear their roar and it just the, the tense situation, your nerves are tense, the base fell over, they're roaring outside, it scares you, and then from further in the island, you hear more roars echo up. Uh,
4: Rin, what's your question? Uh, is there anything hidden in the house that we
0: can't, that you like can't see? Sure, so as you are cycling through, um, you see Uh, the different kind of visual spectrums you can see, and uh, one of your visual spectrums is an electrical spectrum, and you are able to see electrical wiring, all of it up here is dead. But then you see electrical wiring leading down underneath the house. You walk over the way this electrical wiring is, you pull back a carpet, there's a trap door. You lift up the trapdoor, and there are these wooden steps that go down and these little lights that are hung on the wall uh, going further and further in. And uh, as, as all of this is happening, Esther and Faye, I guess, you notice that the lights in the house flicker for just a second, then go out. But Bill, you just flipped the switch and there was no electricity.
3: I think
4: someone's here. Yeah, I think we should probably go down in this creepy basement area. That seems like a great idea. Well, it'd be one way to escape the roaring beast outside that uh, Bill seemed to really piss off.
3: How do we go down and check the basement without um, exposing ourselves as we, like, walk down.
4: Anybody who's down, they can just shoot us as we
1: can
4: down. We'll have to take that chance.
1: Oh, he has it,
4: (laughs) obviously. Or we could send Bill down, and Bill can take that chance.
1: I can go with the tower shield.
4: Okay.
2: I'll go after
1: you. Well, Esther, shall we go? Apparently. I'm going to make a tower shield. I'm going to prepare... Okay. You already have it out since that's one of your yeah. tags.
0: Um, so the wooden steps eventually turn to stone steps that lead under the mansion into a cavernous underbelly. Electrical torches are drilled into the cavern wall and connected by wires running along the cave roof. The lights flicker occasionally, and from further into the cave, you hear pained screaming. You continue down this tunnel, the electrical wires from the house overhead with the, these electrical torches occasionally flickering and going out and then coming back. And then you get to an opening. Um, there's a domed room with two paths branching off from it. The floor here is sticky wherever you step. A pair of steel operating tables lie in the center of the room. Cruel operating instruments line in a tray neatly next to the tables. Wooden shelves that seem taken from the house upstairs hold beakers and chemicals of all sorts. Pained screens fill the room occasionally, tearing down a hall that branches off to the north. Electrical wiring also covers the cave roof down this hall. There's another tunnel that branches off with a single electrical wire trailing off in that direction. So you have one cave that goes to the north and then kind of one that goes off to the left. Most of the wiring seems going to the north. This pained screaming is coming from the north. And then there is a single electrical wire that goes to the uh, left room. Well, so I look out and see where this portal is screaming
2: from? Are you sure it's just one?
1: Probably not. I mean, I guess it's like uh, one area is for experimentation, and then the other one is like the private quarters of whoever master is. Well.
2: downstairs under the house.
1: So private quarters
4: of the master, then. No, no, no. I could.
2: Should we spill that? Oh. No, yes. Let's <laughs> we'll
4: go with you. I'm not going with them. you want to go together, Finn? Okay? No. You go to the master's quarters. Why are you
3: making this sexual?
2: Is you me to get sexual? Or no. no. It? He <laughs> it's yeah.
1: just the same though. Yeah. It's just um, We can do the same split up as last time, if you want to work on your friendship.
3: Okay, which one are y'all going to take?
1: Where? Would you like to go, Will? Oh, where? To the... Let's go to the screams. Okay. All right, screams it is.
0: Bill and Wren sneak off uh, to the tunnel to the right and north. And the uh, women, you are going to the left.
3: <laughs> yeah, Yep. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Fang and Esther, uh, even before you get to this room... It reeks of decay and rot. There are mournful lows and bleats that greet you as you enter. Rusting iron cages, none reaching higher than your hip, hold animals of all sorts: Dogs, cats, pigs, sheep, cows, even an alligator, along with more exotic beasts. The horrid stench here, wasps up from open wounds and gashes on all of these still living animals. Some are missing limbs and appendages. Some seem tampered with, such as a pig with a back leg replaced with a human foot from the ankle down. These pitiful creatures have hardly enough energy to cower as you enter. Although a few do try to hide transparent corners of their holding cells.
3: These poor creatures. Are they sick?
2: I don't think they were sick to start with. This is all outside of a door.
0: So you left that room with Bill and Ren, you Mm -hmm. went to the left, and there's not a door, it's just another cave that you enter into smaller much smaller than the uh, the operating cave mm-hmm. but no less crammed
3: i'm gonna try to talk to them okay because like so faye's thinking about the other creatures we've encountered and like nick was able to talk and stuff like that so she's just gonna try to talk
0: okay uh do you have that ability
3: i have a reason with animals tag
0: um, okay. I would say you could roll and investigate. Okay. And uh, however well you roll, that could be like how how much information you can get out, how many questions you can ask them. Okay. Um, so
3: I'm going to roll investigate with reasonable angles, Harry. And uh, would this be a convince?
0: No. Well, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get information out of them, or are you trying to convince them to do something?
3: Just get information. Okay. Um, I also have, like, a looks harmless.
0: I think that could apply. Okay, so plus two. Okay. Twelve. Wow, okay. So on the twelve, you get uh, two questions.
3: Okay. Um, I'm going to go up to the dog one. Okay. Um... Hey, buddy, um, who did this
0: to you? Me, man. Yeah. My coat.
3: Okay. Um, why did he do it to you?
0: I don't know. I don't know. And he, uh starts to lick this gash in his side, and you see that like he's licked it for a while and most of the fur has just been wicked away. Wicked away. Yeah. But it's just this open, festering wound.
3: Did Esther could Esther
0: hear him like No, this is I, 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 I ground picture ground this as like a yeah. like kind of a psychic okay. mental okay. link you have. Um She did see him start to worry at his Wound.
3: Okay. I don't entirely know what's going on. He said that some mean man in a coat did this to them, but he doesn't know why. You yeah. know well, there's some messed up stuff on the planet. Do we try to
2: release them? Do we try to help them? I don't I don't think releasing them would help them. Like, there's no way they can fend for themselves in the state. Yeah.
3: I don't think there's anything nearby that I could use to help heal them.
2: I know you don't like
0: them. Esther, you hear a whimpering from the cage in front of you. But Faye, you hear a...
3: Same I think we should open all the doors.
2: What's the game plan after that?
3: I don't know. <laughs> um, but at least if we let them free, maybe they can decide their fate. fate is
0: locked. They are. There are uh, rusty padlocks on each one. And it looks like each one needs a key.
3: Great.
2: Do you know how to pick
1: the bulk? Is that something a dad would talk about? Aren't you streetwise?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've got some of that. <coughs> but these are old locks. But I can try.
0: OK. I will say uh, you don't have to roll. You start, picking at one, and it pops off. I, I would assume that dog uh, cave, mm-hmm. you open it up, it falls down. He, he's very hesitant to come out. And you, with your psychic connection, you know the reason he's so hesitant is to come out. is because every time that cage opens, something bad happens to him. But Esther keeps going to each cage, unlocking each one, and you can feel the hesitation from all of these animals. Let's code over to Bill and Rin. Bill and Rin, following the, uh, the wiring, uh, you come into a bigger room. Uh, There's a sheet of plexiglass uh, that separates you from what is happening on the other side. You see a man in a white lab coat with dark goggles over his eyes, a balding head, strawberry-shaped nose, a very small man. Um, And there is this vat in front of him, a transparent vat, full of milky green liquid, and there's a shape inside of it. As soon as you step in, you hear a, <laughs> and you turn around and see a boar-headed man and a man with parts of a gorilla and a, uh, an ostrich on him. They step behind you, blocking the way out or in. Um, but as you enter, the doctor speaks. My mission here is too important to stop. He says this without looking at you. He tried to discredit me, shame me, stop me in my homeland, but my mission was too important to stop. I'm doing God's work. Don't you see? This is a holy project, ordained by the tenements of life, of biology. Mankind's story is one of self-progression and enlightenment. So often, we invent what we think we need to better ourselves, (laughs) but we were so blind. The creator gave us everything we needed to become perfect. It is all around us, lying dormant and waiting in the beasts of the earth, but only those bold enough to imagine such paths will unlock these secrets. Like a child in his playroom, we must pull apart the building blocks of other structures to perfect our own. Those I have killed will not be in vain. Each experiment led me closer to the truth, to unlocking the perfect specimen. At this, he taps the tube of viscous liquid in front of him. Even if the Cabal only wants me to make them an army, it will be a perfect on Now he turns around to look at you. Those creatures outside, for all their ferocity and vigor, are just stepping stones to perfection. This one, he pats the bed again, this one was supplied to me by the wizard, a hound for the mafia, and an even more stalwart constitution. He seemed familiar with what I did to him and endured far more than any previous subject. He smiles at me. His prior manifestation probably edged his survival further than it should have been. But with all the
4: grafting,
0: splicing, and operating, he is finally finished. (laughs) He pushes a button and the liquid behind him starts to siphon from the tube. Stand forth, and be the first to witness the new race, the perfect and holy evolution of man, and subsequently die at his hands. As the murky liquid drains, the figure inside lurches to life. With massive hands, it shatters the glass container and falls to the floor a massive muscular frame supports two giant bat-like wings. The green sludge sloughs off the figure's ashen skin even as it splits. And from within the figure's body comes a glowing stoking flame. Arms and legs end with a variety of shearing claws covered in fur as the heat within the person grows hotter. A face twisted up in a transplanted snout, looks at you with eyes bloodshot and yellowing. You recognize those eyes, scarred and malformed as they are by countless sutures and scars. A mouth full of canine and reptilian teeth opens as a deluge of boiling bile bubbles out of his lips and down his chin. The eyes implore you, as the tortured face of Jimmy the Butcher says, me. End of episode. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Misconceptions. Don't forget, our next episode will release next Monday, July 22nd, so you won't even have to wait two weeks to pick up where that cliffhanger left off if you have social media you can find us on facebook and twitter you can get up-to-date information about the show behind the scenes pictures videos previews or just chat with us that's cool too if you have an email and you would like to email us you can do so at misconceptionspod at gmail.com this show is wholly supported by the generous donations of our patrons on patreon If you would like to see this show get better and to become part of that supportive family and network, please consider clicking on the link below to become a patron. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products, like the brand new starter set, at sonofoak.com. The Misconceptions theme music was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. That's it for this week's episode of Misconceptions. Be sure to check back here next Monday for episode 54, and then the Monday after that for episode 55. But between now and then, keep it nerdy, y'all.